Hello, Nerd Knight. Welcome back to another episode. As always, Tis Jada here. And also Tis Cole. Say hi, Cole. Tis the <laughs> I didn't realize we were speaking in old English. I didn't get the Rosetta Stone link to fully understand old English, henceforth. I just wanted to add <laughs> Tis to make me sound cool, but nothing will make me sound cool so here i am anyway what an associate's degree jada i'm cool i mean that's that's more of a degree i mean i have a certification um (laughs) but i don't got a degree so you're doing better than me yeah um so we've been on this journey with our big boy naruto and (laughs) We are at the final episode, you guys. This is it. This is the ending of Naruto. And um, it's pretty intense. I gotta say, throughout this entire series, it has been very interesting going Here she back. goes. Into, hush. <laughs> going back into Naruto. You know, like, just take a little path, a little, little walk with me down memory lane. You know, we got our first episode where we were introducing all these characters, like a lot of characters, and then just jumping right in. We're going to be introducing a lot of characters this episode, so that is not gone. I know, right? It's it's (laughs) just like we we get introduced a lot, and then, you know, two and three, we were kind of in it, getting the story going. You know, we had some pauses to respect some characters. And then we're right back here again, full circle. And we're going to introduce characters and we're going to get this story going and ending. And it's like, it's like, wow, (laughs) like we've come so far. Like it's crazy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Level with me. Come on. Come on. I mean, I'm not like emotional about it, especially because here's the thing. I was thinking about this today because I was, as you guys may know, I don't know if we've talked about this. I am the general like manager of the podcast. I handle like the social media, all of the like behind the scenes business stuff. And Jada is like our creative director and then my like co-chair in management so i run all my decisions by her sometimes i make the decisions and then run them by her we have great business practices here at nerd night and (laughs) so i was thinking about it and i was looking through our because in case you guys don't know i see all reviews comments everything i see all of it i got you i know our demographic i know where our demographic is i got it all and we have as of right now this i won't say what date it is because i don't want to break the illusion but we filmed these in advance so maybe the number will go up (laughs) but we have five five star reviews on spotify woot woot And, you know, that's not a lot, but we're hitting milestones slowly but surely, which is great. And so who knows once it grows and this episode becomes farther down the line in the nerd night past, we may dig her up again and do it again to a larger audience and 
so more people can hear it and maybe we'll do it better because I'm sure there's so many things I've missed and things we can improve on. But who knows? This might not be the last time some of you who are now early listeners will hear us talk about Naruto because we might do a little revision. And any topic in general. It's always mm-hmm. nice to go back and listen. And then once we get farther down the line, just to like, we might have new thoughts, new opinions. You know, you could like leave something alone. You watch it again and you might not like it as much as you did when you first watched it. Yeah. So it's like we get that opportunity to do that and share it with you guys. And we have come a long way already. Like this being like technically the second series on the podcast, but the first big one pertaining like one anime so it's really fun to like see how we're doing and how we're handling this and it's just going to be more to come but yeah like I'm excited this is this is the last one but we're just going to continue on from here and you know see where this goes and how it goes and it's super exciting and I love it so much yeah we offer zero promises that any of the topics we talk about will be the last time you hear about them because zero as of right now since we're still just you know a will will baby (laughs) we might revisit things we're definitely constantly still talking about animes we've already talked about and movies we've already talked about um for example the trailer for avatar 2 that came out it just dropped you guys and listen if they're gonna take all my money i have like go for it because please and thank you please and thank you that's all i'm gonna say me and jada have already decided we're gonna see it three times in theaters and just you know live our best lives as avatar fans but we've probably babbled enough so unless we got any more announcements i think we're good yeah, let's uh, let's jump into the last episode of Naruto. In the arms <laughs> of the angel. Okay, Jada, do you remember where we left off? Yeah, so um, my heart was ripped into tiny little itty bitty fun sized pieces. That's it? Yeah, pretty much. No. (laughs) So you don't remember where we are is what you're saying? No. Our last episode, we had ended with Sasuke versus Donzo. You know, weird old man that likes to put people's eyeballs in his arm as like a cool little quirky thing that he likes to do. Thank God he's dead. So quirky. So quirky and cute. Yeah, we don't like that. But (laughs) he... um. He suffered a beautiful, satisfying death. Yeah, he big old dead. Big dead. So for these last two sections, because we're going to have to give you guys a break here. I promise you'll get it. You'll get a little ad read that you can skip or go to the bathroom for, okay? But we're going to discuss, and the names of these i guess i should have changed it because it's kind of a spoiler but madara's resurrection mm-hmm. and the fourth great ninja war so i want to preface this whole episode there is a lot 
a lot that happens. We're going to be glossing over some characters who just don't play a prevalent part because otherwise this would be like six hours long and giving you the history of these characters. And I mean, not to disrespect the dead, but they're dead. They show up, then they're gone. So they don't have an extreme impact. And as well, the timeline of everything for a really long time is basically like three different timelines going on at the same time. Mm -hmm. And so it gets very muddy and confusing. So when I am speaking of events, just know they might not be in the perfect order that you see them if you watch the anime or you read the manga but all of them happen within the same generalness of each other right yeah so with that being said we just finished off with donzo being killed with that the real start of the war as we know was at kind of the five kage summit where the Masked Madara Uchiha told everyone about the Eye of the Moon plan and how he was going to do it. Mm -hmm. At this point, he has gone off and he has Sasuke with him. He has Zetsu with him. And Sasuke awakens some new powers and he becomes well strong. You know, he's using his Susano now a lot more. And so he wants to do his own thing. If mm-hmm. we've learned anything about Sasuke, it's that he's got his own mission, bitch. And That's he it. is not a fan of people necessarily coming on that mission with him. No, not really. So he's kind of off doing his own thing. We will talk about what he does a little later. But in that time, the masked Madara Uchiha is going after the Renegon that Pain had. Mm-hmm. Pain, as we know, is actually the man named Nagato. So from here on out, since Pain is technically dead and so is Nagato, I'm going to solely be referring to him as Nagato. But just know that I'm referring to him as being the person who was running the six paths of Pain. Mm-hmm. So he is going after the Renegon, his Renegon, he says, because he's the one who gave Nagato the Renegon, basically. He was like, hey, can you hold this? Put it in your purse or something. And this is what fucking Nagato did with it, okay? (laughs) He wanted to make his big old cannon to scare everybody with his freaking Renegon. So the last remaining of the Akatsuki members at this point are Conan, Kisame, or Kasame, depending on how you want to say his name, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zetsu, and quote-unquote Madara Uchiha. So, when going after Nagato, he goes to the Hidden Rain Village, where Conan took his body to kind of let them rest, him and her other friend. And so we get one of my favorite battles, which is Conan versus Madara Uchiha. Mm -hmm. So in this battle, it's so epic because Conan is basically now, you know, like a Naruto fangirl. She's like, listen, 
if Nagato was willing to kill himself to support this Nagato guy, then I, or freaking Naruto guy, then I support him. So they start fighting, and, you know, Madara's like, I need my Renegon. <laughs> he has a very deep, sensual voice. It's beautiful. Yes. And Conan has, as we know, paper as her jutsu. And you think, okay, well, this guy, he be teleporting and doing stuff now. Like, all of a sudden, he real strong. So, like, what's going to happen? Well, Conan releases, like, the biggest freaking trump card I've ever heard of, which is Mm -hmm. basically she created, like, a million paper bombs and created just a giant sea of them on the water they're fighting on. And then she just opened it up and he falls into it. And then all the paper bombs start trying to attach to him and then they're surrounding him. And then she just explodes it. Just a huge freaking explosion trying to kill this man. Mm-hmm. Somehow, he lives. And Conan's like, um... um rude. Not adding up. Yeah. And... We don't fully know why. And he ends up killing Conan in a very brutal way. If you've watched our saddest scenes in anime, I talk about her death and this fight a little more in depth. But he just like chokes her until she dies. And then he ends up finding where she took Nagato's body. He takes back the Renegon. Mm-hmm. Also, while this is going on, Naruto and Killer B are sent to Turtle Island, which is an island on a turtle yeah very aptly named (laughs) they're sent there to just hide basically because at this point they are the last two jinjuriki and with the war preparations happening and all of that they're like they're gonna come after you let's hide you Mm -hmm. while there this is an excellent time for naruto to train to be able to control the nine tails chakra more And Killer B, being someone who has a really great control of it and is also basically friends with his Biju, the Eight Tails, he's a great teacher. He's great. So Kabuto and Madara begin their war preparations. And Kisame is killed while fighting Guy. But it's technically a suicide, so... Kisame, as we find out, wasn't very blindly following the Akatsuki. He was kind of working with Toby, who, as we now know, is the Madara Uchiha. Mm -hmm. And he just was helping him the whole time without anyone knowing it. So he was the only one who kind of really knew what was going on and that, you know, Payne's whole goal or Nagato's goal was kind of just a cover up. But he ends up fighting with Guy and his team, and he ends up just killing himself with his own sharks, which is really weird. Mm -hmm. But he is able to use a little shark clone to send information to Madara, and that information has the location of Naruto and Killer B on it. Mm -hmm. So now they know that this bitch is on Turtle Island. So they're like, say less. We hate turtles. Let's go. I love turtles. 
I love turtles. (laughs) I do too. I wasn't saying I hate turtles. I'm saying this guy, he probably hates turtles, babies, old people. All of them. All at the same time. And it's just like. he's hateful. How can you hate a turtle? They are the purest things on earth. So. Here's where things take a turn. The real Madara Uchiha is resurrected. This is done by Kabuto. And it really, for the viewers, starts putting a lot of questions in our head because we're like, well, this man over here had been saying he is Madara Uchiha. But then all of a sudden, there's a man standing here in front of us who everyone knows is Madara Uchiha. Looks just mm-hmm. like him, is him, says he's him. Therefore, guess what? He's fucking him. Yep, that's it. And at this point as well, Kabuto has just basically made all of Madara's army. Kabuto, as we know, used to work with Orochimaru. But then Mm -hmm. after Sasuke killed Orochimaru, he kind of was just doing things on his own and became the new Orochimaru in a way. So he like implemented his genetics into him, did a ton of experiments on himself. So now this man looks like a snake, more like a snake than Orochimaru did. Like this man's scaly. Like real snake. And he has like a big (laughs) snake that like comes out of his stomach. It's real weird. It's really weird. But he working alongside them because really Kabuto he just like wants to kill people like he just wants to do his thing and create war and have a good time (laughs) we all have fun you know we all have the things that we have fun with it's not the best thing but you know Mm -hmm. let him do his thing (laughs) so while quote-unquote working alongside the fake Madara Uchiha that we now know is fake he resurrects Madara Uchiha. He also makes an army of 100,000 white Zetsus. Now, everyone's like, white Zetsus? We've <laughs> just been referring to him as Zetsu. Mm-hmm. More on that later, but basically how he was half white and half black, the black side of Zetsu is a completely different being than white Zetsu is. Yeah, you'll notice, like, um, especially during the fight between the brothers Sasuke and Uchiha, as they are, you know, explaining the fight, Mm -hmm. mostly for the viewers, you do hear two voices. So it's not like he's talking to himself. He's talking to his other half. So one voice is deeper than the other. One has a bit more knowledge than the other. And it's like they're moving as one, but are considered two. Mm -hmm. And more on that will be explained later. Mm-hmm. All of these white Zetsus, they also increase their power. Kabuto does this because he ends up kidnapping Yamato. Now, who is Yamato? Yamato was a former Anbu who, for a while, was very close with Team Seven. And so he was mostly put there to keep an eye on Sai because Sai was also former Anbu. And we were like, mm-hmm. hmm, don't know if we trust him. And uh, he has Hashirama Senju's DNA or cells in him, so he's able to use wood style. Well, Kabuto is like, I'm going to snatch that. And so he takes his body and uses it to put Hashirama's cells in all of the white Zetsu to make them stronger. Mm-hmm. Along with this army of white Zetsus, Kabuto has used the Summoning Impure World Reincarnation 
or Edo Tensei. I got a little confused here, guys. So I was okay. Googling because like I, I always just heard it referred to as Edo Tensei. Right. But they also refer to it as the summoning in pure world reincarnation. Mm-hmm. There may be a difference between the two. However, I'm mostly going to refer to it as Edo Tensei. They both serve a similar purpose of basically reincarnating someone under the control of the person who uses the jutsu. Right. So this means Kabuto, who has summoned all of these people, is in control of them. Mm -hmm. And he brings back so many powerful shinobi and all of this under his control. Those being the likes of Itachi Uchiha, Nagato, Deidara, basically all of the Akatsuki, other than like Kisame and Conan. And then he also brings back the seven ninja swordsmen, which includes Zabuza, Haku, uh, Suigetsu's older brother. He brings back Granny Chiho and all of the freaking former Jinjuriki. Dang. So at this point, all of the Jinjuriki, as we know, have died because they've extracted their Biju from them. Mm -hmm. And then... We'll talk about what happens later. I almost went too far. But so, Madara has come back. They're currently fighting in the Hidden Sand because a ton of them were fighting former Kage that got resurrected. So, like, the former Suitsu Kage, the former Mitsu Kage, the former um, Kazakage, which was Gara's father. All of these people got resurrected. Mm-hmm. And Madara easily in my opinion has one of the most bad bitch entrances of any character and jada loves this so i'm gonna let her talk about madara now being here yeah it's my turn you guys the only time you get to hear me talk other than saying mm-hmm and oh yeah <laughs> so um madara is here and it is a beautiful scene. So they're in a field of sand and in the middle kind of scattered within the field are like these pillars of stone. And so now you have like uh, basically the Shinobi Alliance, all of them on the ground and they look up and, and one of these pillars of stone is Madara and he's just standing there looking down on them, arms folded like what's good and it is the most intimidating thing in the world so he the battle starts between him and the alliance and it is really crazy so at first he's kind of just sitting there with um oh, i forget his name uh there's someone else i believe it's mew is it Mew? Yeah. He was the former um, Sweet Chukage. He's this like yes. skinny guy covered in bandages. bandages. He uses particle mm-hmm. style just like the current Sweet Chukage does. All of right. that. Oh, an attendance in the Alliance. Naruto is there. Some of his clones. Um, and then we have Gara. Uh, we have Tamari. And then we have the current Sweet Chukage that is there. And then, of, of course, a bunch of different ninja like a full like army of them are just chilling there too yeah and at this point i guess it's important to know that naruto is seen in a lot of these battles so like 
when he was fighting Kakazu, he was seen mm-hmm. there. Then he's here, but he's also on Turtle Island. At this point, Naruto has become just the god of Shadow Clone Jutsu. Like a master. And he can have himself anywhere, anytime, and mm-hmm. be able to meditate at one time, fight at another time. Obviously, it takes a lot of chakra from him. But, um, you know, as an Uzumaki, he naturally has a boat full to spare. So he's able to do stuff like that. But he can't really engage as much as he wants to. Um, because he needs to retain most of his strength. And, you know, although his clones are very strong, um, you know, one good hit is going to poof him away and he needs to be there. Well, and as well, his shadow clones can make shadow clones. So like there is a moment in this Mm -hmm. because Naruto's shadow clone is there and then they start fighting and then his shadow clone makes more shadow clones and then they start fighting. He's able to throw freaking Rasant what? <laughs> Rasengan. <laughs> Rasengan shurikens, which is just the Rasengan that he normally uses as a shuriken that he then chucks at Mew and is able to like basically kill him. It's like it's a Naruto is just stupid strong and it's beautiful. But um, so here's the battle. This is what basically goes down. Um, Madara is sitting there chilling, talking about his villainness with Mew. He, they're, they're speaking in villain terms. Gara gets impatient and starts to try to attack him, which forces him to jump off the stone pillar and lands him on the ground. So now he's on the ground with everyone else. And it's a really, each like shot from this, this is one of my favorite battles. So this is why I'm able to talk about it because it is fresh in this dome of mine. And it, it is pretty short, but it is like a beautiful battle. Um, so... Madara is standing uh, right in front of this army and he kind of starts like walking and then, you know, it's like the walk and then the trot and then you start running towards and each scene kind of it goes back from him running to the ninjas and they look like they're all collectively are about to shit their pants. They're pissed. Like literally they are terrified. But, you know, we got the we got all of them ready to fight and ready to go and so they all start screaming and they run towards him and when i say this man bulldozes his way through the first line it is absolutely terrifying and so the fight is split up between madara handing them all of their asses on the silver platter him going against maybe one or two people that interfere and then him doing the same thing again, all in part. So the first part, he is going through these ninja, cutting through them like sweet butter, like grabbing their weapons, using it against them. Any like anything they're throwing at him, he grabs and throws it right back to him. There's a scene where you he stops, he kind of pauses and his eyes are like darting back and forth mm-hmm. watching everyone and being able to dodge attacks you know counter them and it is terrifying but beautiful it's important to got- know that mm-hmm. Madara has the Renegon as well because Madara had the Renegon before he passed and right. then gave it to Nagato and all with the plan of him eventually being resurrected and so since when you're resurrected with Edo Tensei, you're basically brought back as like you were when you died, but fully healed basically. So 
he's like at his full strength and he has the Renegon and all of that, but he's not fully in control of himself yet. He's still being used basically by Kabuto. And the whole first part of this battle when he's like, you know, going through the ninjas like butter, he's just using Taijutsu. Like, he is just, like, whooping the crap out of him, kicking him. He grabs the freaking kunai that's thrown at him, takes off the paper bomb, puts it on someone else, kicks them, then they explode, then he throws the kunai, and he's just going. And it's not until a little later that then he's like, I'm gonna use fireball jutsu and all of that. Yeah, so after that, so this is like the pause, right? Because Tamari steps in and she like blows him away and he goes, and this guy got the audacity to like, one, not be phased by the beautiful wind queen, (laughs) but two, brush off the sand that got on his armor and just be like, and, and it's that time that he uses his fireball and it takes like 10 different under ninja to throw their water style at him in order to counter the fireball he's one man excuse me so that was so then that's a little pause he goes back for round two and it is like on he keeps on going fighting dodging attacking it is just way too much for these ninja <laughs> And then Gara tries to step in and we're like, so Gara uh, is able to trap him. Then we got the Tetsukage that uh, basically raises up, raises him up on a stone pillar so that one of Naruto's clones can come in with a Rasengan on top of him, right? And we think, oh, snap, look at the team working well. That does nothing. That does nothing to him. He's like, hmm. And then uh, Cole, I'm going to use your brain for vocabulary. What is that uh, purple shield demon thing that comes from him? Susano. Right. So then he got one too, you guys. Remember that? It's purple. It's a really pretty color. His um, is blue. It's blue? I thought it was purple. Who's is purple? Sasuke's is purple. Itachi's is orange. And Madara's is this lovely light blue color (laughs) blue so then that gets activated and if we remember what beautiful itachi did then we remember what's about to happen and you know what he goes at it again and i feel so bad for all these ninjas like literally they are trying their best a for effort but it's like nothing's happening they get demolished yeah so then he's able to jump back onto this pillar and he summons a giant rock ball. Is this giant mass ball of rocks. And he's about to literally drop it on the entire army. And so our current Sutsu... Um, Suichu Kage. Kage. Thank you. Our current Suichu Kage, he jumps to the ball and is trying to stop it from, you know, obliterating everyone. Then we got Gara that raises his little sand hands up to try to stop it. And it takes a lot, like literally watching them both trying to push it back and using all of their strength is physically hurtful. Like literally it, it's so bad. And then they finally get it to stop. And they're like, phew, wipe sweat off of forehead. Dang, that was a close one. 
what happens? A second giant rock ball comes on top of the first one and then literally cracks both of them and chunks of stone go falling on these ninja. That is so disrespectful. And the like giant rock ball that he made, this is made with the Renegon's powers. So it's one of the, you know, the six paths powers that are granted to the Renegon users. And he's just using it. He popping it. He doing it. Uh, at one point as well, after the rock thing happens, Naruto's clone is there, right? They're fighting. The sweet Chukage, exhausted. Gara exhausted. The other people, not very helpful. <laughs> <laughs> and he, because he has Hashirama cells in him, can use the wood release technique. So he just goes, you know what? You guys are doing okay. I respect you a little bit. Let me literally demolish you. So I can't remember what it's called, but it's like basically like wood devastation and you create a forest and he just does it and just huge amounts of tree and root and wood just start going at everyone. And the only way this is stopped is because Naruto's shadow clone is like, knock, knock. Hey, uh, Ninetales, I got no more chocolate left and everyone about to die. Can I borrow some? And after some convincing, he's like, sure, here's a piece. And then he creates a ton of shadow clones all holding Rasengans and just starts going at the trees, hitting them. And finally they stop and we're like, praise. And Maduro's like, you were right, that Naruto kid, he pretty good, he pretty good. And want to leave the battle there, because more starts happening, but yeah. we need but to establish his, like, some stuff. Yeah, that was, like, his, pretty much Intro. his entrance, mm-hmm. and, like, us seeing what this guy's capable of, because already through the anime, we know that he was, like, one of the strongest ninjas out there. I mean, like, he fought Hashirama, who is, right. like one of if not the strongest shinobi so it was like from what we could tell we knew this guy was trouble but then seeing I it knew you were when you walked in. literally that was all of us and we're just like holy crap this Here battle's go. going on taylor swift is having a concert next door and so as he's killing everyone we're just hearing that song <laughs> And it also, let like the bodies hit the floor by drowning pool. Oh my god, that's terrible! But that is the actually accurate. Let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor. So, yeah. <laughs> several battles take place at this time. Like we said, we got Madara's introduction, and then all of these white Zetsus are fighting people. All of the reincarnated Shinobi are fighting people. And basically what ends up happening is multiple battles over multiple different battlefields are happening because the shinobi forces break up into groups, the white zetsu are everywhere, the different kabuto-controlled resurrections are everywhere. So just tons of different battles are happening. Too many for me to fully explain, but I will say some of the standouts so Itachi and Nagato versus Killer B and Naruto is a really good one. And then 
all the previous Kage start fighting with the current Kage, and then as well, some of them are fighting the allied shinobi forces, which is really good. And the most important thing that happens in one of these battles is that Itachi is actually able to break the control that Kabuto has on him. He does this by using a Sharingan that he implanted in one of his crows. Because if you've never seen Itachi, he he's a crow boy. Like when he like moves, he leaves like black feathers behind and all of that. It's super cute, super cool. Really cute. Another character that uses crows is Sebastian from Black Butler. So obviously we know why Jada has a crush on Itachi. Sure. The battle is really good. Itachi breaks his control. They're able to defeat Nagato, who, when he's passing, gives a little speech to Naruto and is like, you got this. You're the one Jiraiya always talked about that would save the world. It's very touching. Very nice. And Itachi is like, okay, well, I can still feel the chakra, basically, and where it's coming from of the person who was trying to control him. And so he's like, I'm going to go after it. But then Sasuke, he's walking around, the little hairs on the back of his neck stick up, and he goes, Itachi. And then he starts running, and he sees Itachi. And he's like, oh, my God. And he starts chasing him. They're talking. They end up together fighting Kabuto who is just in this cave, just chilling. Chilling <laughs> in a cave. He got like a little like board on the ground with these like little rocks and he's like moving them because he's controlling all these people. So they start fighting. At this point, you know, Sasuke's using his Susano. Itachi's using his Susano. Kabuto at this point has gotten hella stronger. So he has sage mode. He's using his sneaky powers. He's messing with their senses, but the battle is won truly when Itachi is actually able to trap Kabuto in Izanagi. I don't know if I explained that to you guys. So real quick, Izanagi is a power that Itachi has with his Sharingan, and it's a Genjutsu. He uses it on Itachi before, and I'm pretty sure we talked about it, how you, like, enter this world where, like, five hours is actually a minute and you get tortured. And with that, Kabuto will only be freed when he makes the decisions within Izanagi that will lead him to be a reformed person and basically become a good guy. So he traps them in this world where no matter what happens the only way for him to get out is to have a change of heart and you're just like fuck that's good (laughs) that's like that's like the worst kind of like punishment get in the corner type of for a bad guy absolutely yeah it's not it's not like go to jail and think about what you did or go to this corner and think about what you did it's like you're about to be tortured for eternity if you don't say that you've changed your heart and you're a good guy now Mm -hmm. so have fun in there Imagine like little siblings and older siblings fighting and like you guys all got the Sharingan and you're like, I want the remote. No, I want the remote. And you're like, okay, I'm going to trap you in Izanagi <laughs> until That's you terrible. are convinced that I deserve to have the remote. It's, it's, it's terrible. Like if, if we had that while we had, you know, like mom said, it's my turn on the Xbox. Mm-hmm. Do you know how I, many siblings would be missing? I would just be like, Shing, the sound yeah. of the Sharingan activating. <laughs> and that would have been like, okay, here, take it. 
I'm good. So at this point with Kabuto defeated, his Edo Tensei and everyone like he was controlling is broken. So Itachi slowly fades away. He talks about how he loves Sasuke and how everything he did was for him. And Sasuke, of course, is like crying. He's like, I know, brother. (laughs) So they're all gone. Sasuke now has his own plan. And his plan, he really doesn't give a shit about the war at this point. He's still just like, I got questions. So Sasuke breaks the curse mark that is on Uh, I believe it's pronounced Anko or Inko. I'm going to say Anko. She was one of Orochimaru's little pupils, and she has the curse mark on him. On her, sorry. And so Sasuke breaks it, and in doing so, this brings Orochimaru back to the land of the living. So he is alive again. Because like we said, a piece of Orochimaru is in every curse mark. Mm Mm-hmm. So Sasuke, alongside Jugo and Suigetsu, who have now caught up to him, and Orochimaru, they make their way to the leaf in order to have Orochimaru use the powers of the Reaper Death Seal to bring the sealed Hokages back as well. So Orochimaru is basically like, I don't want to help you. And Sasuke's like, I'll literally fucking kill you again. And he's like, (laughs) you know what? You're right. I'll help you. Like, uh, yeah, I can't argue with that, you know. In Orochimaru's mind, he's like, okay, I'll help him, but then I'll steal his body. <laughs> Ooh, still at it. Still want your body. Mm-hmm. So the Reaper Death Seal we haven't talked about, it was a jutsu used by the third Hokage, and it basically typically takes the user's life in order to seal someone away. And in using that at the hidden leaf they're able to release basically the souls of the hokage and bring them back as well similar to like edo tensei in a way to make it as easy to be palatable as possible right so sasuke is looking for answers he's like why did itachi do what he did who ordered this what's going on Third Hokage starts talking to him. The first Hokage starts talking to him. Second Hokage, he being a bitch the whole time, yelling at him. And of course, Hashirama's like, silence, brother. (laughs) Hush, brother. So Sasuke and everyone, including the Hokage, are now going to enter the battlefield to fight Madara. This is all Sasuke's timeline right now. Mm -hmm. They're going to go, they're going to go fight Madara. Now, during all of this time, kind of while Sasuke's doing his thing of getting answers, we find out that Itachi, who was working with the Anbu, was basically ordered to massacre the Uchihas in order to keep the village safe. Because at the time, the Uchihas and the village were kind of in battle with each other because they wanted to rule. They were like, we're stronger than you. We can kill you. And so Mm -hmm. the third Hokage was the one who had Itachi do it. So this has shifted, of course, Sasuke's hate towards the village. Important to know. Keep it in your noggin. Tsunade, alongside all of the other Kage, are now on the battlefield fighting Madara. And this is one of my favorite battles. The five Kage versus Madara is great. Like, Tsunade uses her uh, 100 healing jutsu. So the triangle that's normally triangle, diamond, 
that's usually <laughs> on her forehead, which just holds a ton of chakra. She breaks it in order to use her like molecular healing jutsu. So she heals super quick. And they start fighting Madara, and it's so good. Highly recommend watching it. Mm-hmm. So during that time, Killer B and Naruto, who are now entering the battlefield after Naruto has kind of talked to the Ninetales, and the Ninetales is like, I'll give you a little bit of chakra. Not a lot, but a little bit. They encounter the masked fake Madara. At this time, Naruto is aware that there are two Madara Uchihas. So when talking about the fake Madara, I'm either going to call him fake Madara or masked Madara. Because he's Mm -hmm. still got a fucking mask on, this dude. (laughs) And the reason Naruto knows is because one of his shadow clones was there when Madara was resurrected. So he's like, ooh, the second one. And Kilobi's like, um, the second one? (laughs) He's like, huh? I do not compute. He's like, I was scared of the first one, but now there's two? So the mass fake Madara is encountered by Killer B and Naruto. But it's not just him. Masked, the fake Madara, alongside all of the resurrected Jinjuriki are there. So basically, what he did was he is controlling them as if they are like the paths of pain in a way. Mm -hmm. So they have one Renegon and one Sharingan, just like he does. He has a chakra receiver in them. He is fully controlling these freaking Jinjuriki. They're not under Kabuto's control. They're under the masked Madara's control, which Mm -hmm. is arguably scarier. So at this time, they're fighting. They're going after the different Jinjuriki. Lots of fun things are happening here. Big battle. It's mostly like the masked Madara just like sitting back controlling the Jinjuriki while they fight with Killer B and Naruto. Right. And they're just like, oh, we got to pull out the chakra receivers. We got to win. Because as strong as the nine and eight tails are versus basically every single other Jinjuriki except for the one tail Shikaku, bitch, this is hard. Mm-hmm. Now, I do super quickly want to introduce all of the other Jinjuriki, which we haven't done yet. Just because they are so funly designed mm-hmm. that I want to explain what all of the Biju look like. So we've already been introduced to Shikaku, who is the one tails. He's described as a raccoon dog who has the power of sand manipulation. This was obviously the Biju that was inside of Gara. Then we have Yugato Ni. Uh, this is the two tails and they are a like bear cat hybrid and they are just made of this blue fire. It's so cool. And they like throw fire everywhere. So good. Love. Uh, and that tailed beast name is Matatapi. Tabi. Matatabi. There you go. <laughs> the next Jinjuriki is Yagura Karatachi. Again, I'm so sorry if I butcher names. This is the three tails named Isobu. They are basically this big turtle and they use water style. 
so cute. Then there is Roshi. This is the Four Tails Ginger Key, and the Four Tails name is um, Son Goku, and they are considered the Monkey King, and they use a ton of fire and lava, and we actually get to what ends up happening is Naruto gets swallowed by the Four Tails, so he gets swallowed by Son Goku, and it gets to have like a conversation with him, and that's when he finds out that the tailed beasts actually have names, and he's like oh, I never asked Mr. Ninetales what his name was. <laughs> oh, no. And of course, he's like, I want to be friends with the Ninetales like Killer B is. And Son Goku laughs at him. And he's like, oh, you're serious. <laughs> he's like, oh, oh, okay, I guess. Now we have Han. This is the five tails named Kokuo. They... <laughs> are arguably my favorite because they are a <laughs> horse and a dolphin hybrid. It's so interesting. They looking. like look like a hairless white horse with like a weird kind of dolphin-y head. Uh, but their main jutsu that they use is steam. So lots of hot air. And next we have Yutakata. Yutakata. Uh, they are the six tails with Seiken. Saikan? Yes. Yes. Then they are a slug. A big old slug. But not slug. like Tsunade's slug. Like a kind of different, fatter, purple slug. <laughs> and they are water, but also corrosive. So their big thing is that they can like let out this big corrosive acid that just like dissolves everything. Right. Next is Fu. Fu is the Seven Tails, whose whose biju is named Chomi, and they are a rhinoceros beetle. And their biggest thing is just kind of being bug-like. So like she can grow wings to fly, all of that fun stuff. Mm -hmm. We have Killer B, obviously, who is the Eight Tails, and his biju's name is Yuki. G-Y-U-K-I. I'm going to say Gyuki. They are an ox with octopus tentacles. Yeah. Yeah. Don't know who came up with it. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) But he's like brown and he has an ox head. But then like all of his lower body is just tentacles. It's cute. Then we have the nine tails. So... What ends up happening with Naruto is when he is talking with Son Goku, he decides he's going to go into his own body to talk to Kurama. He's trying to convince Kurama, which is the Ninetales name, to like be with him. He learns his name. Long, all of this dialogue made easy. They end up working together. And the Ninetales is like, you know what? You're kind of cool, I guess. And so they kind of become friends and it's really cute. And then they start working together. So Naruto now has not only full control, but all access to the Ninetales chakra. So after Naruto learns the Ninetales' name, they make the pact. And then Guy and Kakashi have also shown up to this battle in order to assist B and Naruto. So with their battle, they are able to finally like free 
all of the Jinjuriki. They're able to free the Biju. They learn their names. They show like a fun scene of all of the Jinjuriki when they're like itty bitty. So like the one who's a bug, they show him as like a larva, which is cute. It's cute. So we learn everyone's names, all of like their powers, super cute. At this time, the masked Madara revives the Ghetto Mazo statue, which can be done with the Redagon, and sucks back in all of the Biju. Now with this, he also sucks in one of the Eight Tails tentacles, and then some of the remnants of the Nine Tails chakra. So while he doesn't have the full of them, he has part of them. Right. And he starts to revive the Ten Tails, so, who's the Ten Tails? What's going on here? So originally, there was only the Ten Tails, which is obviously the strongest of the Biju. But when the Ten Tails was alive, a certain man, who we'll talk about later, separated the Ten Tails into all nine of the Biju. So when those all nine Biju come together, they are able to make the Ten Tails. And this is all a part of Madara and the masked Madara's plan is to bring back the tentacle, the tentacles, all the tentacles, <laughs> bring back the ten tails and then use the infinite Sukuyomi. So the infinite Sukuyomi is basically casting Sukuyomi on the moon. And this would trap everybody in a Genjutsu. And Madara phrases this plan as it's like a way to get peace, basically. He's like, well, there'll be no fighting. Like, they'll all be living in this dream where they can do whatever they want. Everyone will be happy. But there'll just be, like, dolls trapped in a dream. Yeah, it's not very nice. It's weird. And I'm like, okay, whatever you say, buddy. So... At this time, we've seen Kakashi use Kamui a couple of times. So Kamui is where you're able to teleport or twist things into a different dimension called the Kamui dimension. And you can even put yourself in there. It's basically like your own little personal house inside your mind. Mm -hmm. And he realizes, he's like, huh, everything I Kamui and everything this masked man Kamui seem to go to the same place. So he's like, huh. So the masked man goes into his Kamui because he's like, you guys trying to attack me? Bye, Ten Tails being revived. <laughs> and so Kakashi's like, huh. So he goes into his own Kamui and then is able to get a sneak attack on him and breaks his mask. And when he does this, we are revealed who fake Madara is. And who is he? A man we haven't heard of yet. His name's Obito Uchiha. Ah, wait, another Uchiha? Yes, no relation to the other ones other than just clan. So mm. Obito Uchiha is around the same age as Kakashi because they were actually former teammates together. <gasps> and everyone, including Kakashi, thought that Obito was dead because a rock collapsed on him when oh, they were shoot. on a mission. 
and the Sharingan that Kakashi has, because we've all been wondering this whole time, Kakashi is not an Uchiha. His last name is Hatake. Right. Why does he have the freaking Sharingan? Bitch, one of his Sharingans was Obito's. Obito gave Kakashi his Sharingan because he thought he was going to die and was like, protect our other teammate whose name was Rin. Rin at the time was a Jinjuriki. And yeah, so now we know he's alive and he has been working with Madara this whole time. Because what ended up happening for a little backstory, Obito, Kakashi, and Ren were all pupils of Minato. Minato Mm -hmm. was the fourth Hokage and was also Naruto's father. So they're in battle, da-da-da-da-da. They think that Obito's died. Obito's like protect Ren because he loves Ren. He's like, we're going to spend the rest of our lives together. I love this girl. Mm-hmm. But Ren is like asking Kakashi to kill her because she's like, I'm a Jinjuriki, all of this stuff. She's like, it's the best thing to do. And Kakashi saddenly does it for her because it, she asked for it. It was like a greater good kind of thing. We can't mm-hmm. blame Kakashi for it. Mm-mm. So he just lightning blades through her. What we don't know is Obito had escaped from the rock he was under and he watched Kakashi kill Rin. So now he hates Kakashi. He hates Ninja, who also hates Ninja, Madara. So Madara recruits Obito into his big ass fucking plan along with Zetsu. Bada bing, bada boom. And that's how it happened. The big bad guys this whole time were just Maduro Uchiha, Obito Uchiha, and Zetsu. And Obito was just mad because his girl died. That's the thing. So all of Obito's like hate, because you hear him talk so much about how much he hates Ninja, hates the world, hates everything, blah, 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 hatred is all because this girl who he was like, I loved her, died. But like, sir, you were like 10. Yeah, so it's like a little baby had his heart broken and instead of, you know, growing up, he decides to take that anger and put it towards something that he really doesn't care about. Because if you think about it, why should he hate all ninja? He just saw one ninja, his best friend, kill the girl that he was in love with. So it's like, shouldn't you just hate your best friend? But his little sad story feels a bit familiar from someone who also randomly hates people just because he doesn't know what's going on. Sasuke. So it's like, some of these villains, not gonna lie. In <laughs> they don't got good reasons. They don't got good reasons. Like why 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 i think someone just needed to like sit obito down and talk to him but the issue was the only person who did that was madara and so madara was able to pump him full of his ideas and obito was like that sounds great i'm mad and so obito disguised himself as toby pretended to be madara all of this leading up to Madara being resurrected so that the two of them could enact their infinite Sukuyomi plan. Mm -hmm. And 
I wish I could have just talked to Obito before Madara. Because one of the best pieces of, of advice I've ever gotten, if you are, you know, gay, you're a person of color, anything like that, we know that it's easy to hate the world. It's easy to hate people. And advice that I got is you can't let your child self who was hurt make your adult decisions. You can't let yourself live in a place of childhood hurt and let that dictate what you do as an adult. And so Obito did not get that pep talk and he just used all of that anger and just carried it with him the whole time and let these things that happened so long ago dictate all of his decisions and then just get sucked into a bad plan. Right. So we're going to say that that is the end of Madara's resurrection. Technically, a lot of that was also Great War stuff, but I consider the Great War to be when everyone's there and everyone's fighting against those two. So Madara at this point has finished fighting the five Kage and joins Obito and they are ending up awakening the Ten Tails. So we are now in the land of lightning. This is where the whole war takes place. And as well, all of the other groups that were fighting separately now are done and have all convened to one location. So it's all of the allied shinobi and all of the Eye of the Moon plan people. So Zetsu, Obito, Madara, and now the newly resurrected Ten Tails. Mm-hmm. So the first thing this fucking Ten Tails does is shoot a Biju bomb, which is something only the Biju can do. It's just a real powerful little ball that just explodes. And he fucking shoots it at the Allied HQ. So he shoots it all the way to where the Shinobi are giving intel and information to everyone else who is fighting in the war. And in fucking doing this, he they kill everyone there. And you know who was there? My boyfriend, Shikamaru's dad. Ooh. So, Shikamaru's dad is dead. It's very sad. He cries. And so now, they have no outside HQ. They are basically on, like, even playing fields now. Like, you don't got an intel advantage against me. The Ten Tails starts attacking them. And at this point, Sasuke and all of the resurrected Hokage show up. Everyone's here fighting. Literally everyone. And this is where we get a really sad death. So the Ten Tails is attacking. He has a ton of arms and he's like smashing and fighting them and shooting these like kind of wooden looking like spikes at people. And Naruto is about to get hit by them. But Hinata, who loves Naruto, is like, no. And she throws herself in front of Naruto. But someone who respects Hinata, who has learned from her, and who knows that he, I guess, has to die for her, is Neji. So Neji then jumps in front of Hinata, 
and ends up taking the full hit of these and ends up being killed. And this is a very sad moment. Uh, a lot of people cry. Hinata's sad. Naruto's sad. And Naruto and Hinata share like a fun, intimate moment of her just being like, don't let his death be in vain. Like, you got this. Let's go. And at this point, Naruto begins spreading his chakra to everyone. So Mm -hmm. he like goes around, he creates shadow clones and he just like smacks everyone or like high fives them. And when he does this, they get cloaked in his chakra. So everyone is boosted by Naruto's chakra, which is also the Ninetales chakra. And Shikamaru comes up with a plan that he needs to sever the connection between Madara and Obito to the Ten Tails. Because at this time, they're just standing on the Ten Tails with this weird-ass tube thing connected between them to control the Ten Tails. They are able to successfully cut that off. So now the Ten Tails isn't getting commands, just doing his own thing. The Okage arrive... And everyone starts fighting, and Hashirama, being the OG bitch that he is, uses his power of wood to restrain the Ten Tails. So he's holding the Ten Tails back. Now, this is where Naruto, Sasuke, and Sakura join together, and they're like, we're gonna start battling the Ten Tails now. So they are there, we're like, oh my god, and you know, they got their summons, we got the snake, we got the toad, we got the slug, and we realize... Oh my god. The new three Sanin. This Oops. is literally Orochimaru, Jiraiya, and Tsunade. R.I.P. Jiraiya. We love you. Yes, very sad. <laughs> <laughs> yes, very sad, Jada. Moving on. <laughs> so they begin fighting the Ten Tails. Kakashi and Obito go into the Kamui dimension, and they start fighting each other in there where Kakashi is actually able to really hurt Obito, who then retreats from Kamui. This is where Obito, in his weakened state, becomes the Jinjuriki of the Ten Tails. So he ends up sealing the Ten Tails inside of himself. This gets us what is lovingly referred to as Jubito, because it's Jinjuriki, like a Jew, and like a Biju, like Juju, and then Obito's name. So, Jubito. Fun acronyms. We love. This Obito, as literally the Ten Tails Jinjuriki, is fucking strong as hell. He is wiping everyone's ass. They start attacking Naruto and Sasuke get in there. And then the Kage and the Aligned Force, they start fighting. It's a long and intense battle. But they're able to win. And all of the forces come together and grab onto the tails of the tailed beasts that were trapped inside of Obito and pull them out. So now the Ten Tails has been separated back into the tailed beasts and Obito is just laying on the ground, incapacitated, because the Ten Tails was just forcibly ripped out of his body. I'm glossing over a lot of, like, the action and, like, the fighting that happens. I just encourage you to look at it yourself, because we still got a lot to go through. Right. 
So Obito is incapacitated, but Black Zetsu has an idea. And Black Zetsu being this like amorphic blob that can just like attach to people, attaches himself onto half of Obito's body, taking control of him. And now has him use the Rene rebirth technique that he has because of the Renegon. And he uses that and is able to fully revive Madara. So Madara is no longer just, you know, a little dead doll being controlled. No, Mm -hmm. he is fully back. And before all of that happened, Madara broke the connection to Kabuto and himself. So Kabuto wasn't controlling him anymore. It was just him. So now real life Madara. He is alive. He's young. He's fully him. Full alive. Cole restart, bitch. Damn. So Madara is realizing something very um, tragic, which is that when he died, he had just gotten his Renegon, but it also was very weak. So his Renegon eye goes blind, pretty much. So he is delivered a new Renegon from White Zetsu. And so he plops that Renegon in and he's like, okay, let's do this. Uh, Where he got this other Renegon, I'm not entirely sure. I think it was one of Madara's original that White Zetsu just held on to. Um, Yeah, because I don't really go into detail about it. But he just like, here's an eyeball. Yeah, he just had it like in his back pocket. You know, (laughs) he had to dust away some stuff, get a hair out of it. It's just like, oh. There's a Tootsie Roll wrapper attached to it. Yeah, I just had to, you know, rinse it off really quick and as good as new. So with his new Renegon, Madara revives the demonic Outer Path statue that they were first using to absorb all the Biju. He then absorbs all of the tailed beasts, including taking the nine tails and eight tails out of Killer Bee and Naruto. Now, we know what happens when a Biju is extracted from the Jinjuriki. They what? Die! So Sasuke is like, oh no, this isn't good. So he like jumps in, he's like, I'm gonna fight Madara. Madara being the disrespectful bitch that he is, Mm -hmm. grabs Sasuke's own sword and just fucking stabs him. With his own sword. So Killaby dying, Naruto dying, Sasuke dying. All hope lost. Jesus Christ, the three people that could actually do something. I know, right? So, as we said, they're all dying, and Naruto is taken away by Gara on a little sand platform. They start flying over. They're like, no! And Sakura's there too, and she does something so fucking cool. She uses her chakra, and she, like, cuts a hole in the side of Naruto for her hand to go into. And she's holding on to his heart, and manually pumping it like she is just like squeezing it like repeatedly forcing it to pump and like still push blood through him so he doesn't die jesus christ so fucking cool they take him to minato because minato has a plan and this is where we realize that this whole time naruto didn't even have all of the nine tails sealed inside of him. He only had half. And so Minato had the other half. 
And so he goes to put his half of the Nine Tails into Naruto. Because Minato was, of course, revived when the other Hokage were. Right. So he goes to put it in, but fucking Black Zetsu! This bitch! Minato is stopped by Black Zetsu, who basically, like, crawls onto Naruto's body. And as Minato is about to touch Naruto to put the Nine Tails in, Black Zetsu says, I'll be taking that bitch, and then goes back to freaking Obito and get, yeah. He's like, I'ma just squeeze in here. Take that. Thank you. You guys are doing great. Love the work you're doing, Sakura. And I'm just gonna ease my way out of here. Goodbye, guys. Yeah, so Black Zetsu, he grabbed that other half of the Ninetales, right? Obito then teleports him and Naruto and Minato and Sakura into Kamui. He is now in control of his own body. And with that, he takes the nine tails that the black Zetsu took and puts it back into Naruto, which revives him. Now, why is he now helping them? What's Hmm. going on? This Hmm. is so strange. Hmm. It's because every fucking character in Naruto has a change of heart. And that's what happened to Obito, okay? He was talking to Kakashi, they were fighting, he talked to Naruto, has a change of heart, now he's a good guy. Yay. That's it. Like, Good for you. It's always what? nice when you have a quick character development during a battle. What is your, like, real opinion on this, Jada? Like, just Honestly, like- I find it very annoying. I, I'm telling you, I love Naruto with every fiber of my being, but the villains do not hit. They don't. They, they're too easily angered and they're too easily changed. Like, I needed someone angry and just full of rage and there's no amount of lollipops that can fix it. And so far, I'm getting nothing. Yeah, it's like, so you're like, telling me. have a lollipop pat on the head. You know, we understand what you're going through. How does that make you feel? Yes, totally. I understand that. Like, here's a blanket. We love you. You are loved and cherished. And they're like, oh my God, I am loved and cherished. Let me like change everything that I just spent the last 20 years building up to in one fight. It's like, were you, are you that impressionable, one? And then two, were you that uncommitted to being a bad guy that when basically one person just goes, hey, that's bad, you're like, you know what, you're right. Because if so, you did a lot of fucking bad shit for you to not just like double down and own it. I know we talk about how like, you say something bad don't double down on it like don't just be like oh well i said what i said because then you're an asshole but here's the thing you know you're an asshole you know you're a villain so just fucking commit and double down on it and just be like no like at this point even if you don't fully believe in your cause you've wasted so much time your time everyone's time killed people done all of this shit you can't backtrack. It doesn't so take one therapy session. Yeah, it doesn't, like, if you got mommy and daddy issues, let it be you. Like, that's the best kinds of Be villains. you, more like be Jew. 
Those are the best kinds of things. <laughs> it's the ones that, you know, they know what they want. They're willing to go and get it and go to any lengths and nothing is going to change them from, from the moment they decide to do it to the moment the, the hero is putting a sword through their heart. Mm-hmm. They will believe what they believe in no matter what. And it's in that that you can still love and respect the villain. These villains see their best friend, their freaking turtle, go upside down, belly up. And they're like, I'm going to destroy the universe. And then someone is like, hey, I'm sorry for turning your turtle upside down. Let me fix it. And they're like, oh. Like, oh my God, thank you. Like, I'm not okay, a bad like, guy. Okay, but listen, this reminds me. Um, I don't know if you guys watched like Phineas and Ferb. I watched that when I was younger. Oh, I yes. Love that show so much. It's it's like Dr. Doofenshmirtz, who is like the villain of the TV show, which is like he's making all these little rays and each episode he's finding a different way to piss on someone. He's like, um, I hate that like when you go to the airport, they make me wait so long. So I made an airport ray gun so I can skip the line. Like that's the kind of villain that I'm seeing in Naruto. And then when we finally get his backstory on why he went from like a villain, he like lost a toy train. Like yep. you just spent a whole seven seasons building all of these rays and it started because you lost a toy train. But that's just that's wait. the same energy here. I'm seeing the same energy. But just wait, because before we go on break, what's going on with Sasuke, right? So Naruto, he's brought back. He has the nine tails back in him. He good. But someone's healing Sasuke. And we get this scene of fucking Karen in her pajamas running through the battlefield. And she's a sensory type ninja. So she's like sensing people's chakra, right? And she's like, there's a stranger's chakra next to Sasuke. We must go save him. And she's like, Sasuke! And when they get there, Kabuto, who broke out of Izanagi, because guess what? He had a change of heart. He's now a good person. He's there healing Sasuke. He's like, guys, how long was that? How long do you think he was in there for? It was less than hours because literally like that happened. Then they went in. It was like a, it was like about to become dark. And then this whole battle's going on in the dark. So it's like less than probably six hours. So let's just say that one hour in it's the like real a week. world is like a week, right? Mm-hmm. So you mean to tell me that this guy went through a month of torture and was like, guys, I'm ready. I'm ready to become a nice, good person. To be fair, it's not specified that if he was like tortured, just that he had to like make the decisions that would make him a good guy. So it was supposed to change his heart. So that one I understand more than Obito because like he was fully put into a genjutsu that was designed to have this effect on him. But like that didn't happen to Obito. He just randomly was just like fragile. It was just like, you know what? You're right. I'm a good guy now. I want as death level of villain. I want like a Kame ga kill as death who just wants to fucking kill people. She doesn't give a shit. Even the man she loves, Tatsumi. She's like, I don't give a shit that you don't want me to kill people. I want to do this. Give me that. Give me good villains. In Madara, good villain. 
Madara has been this same from we first heard of him till right now. Nothing has changed. He's like, guys, I died hating Ninja and I'm resurrected still hating Ninja. And he like, never wavers. And he never wavers. He still hates Ninja. Thank you for being the only one that did not, that went through a Naruto pep talk and still was like, catch these hands. Well, with that, Sasuke is now healed. Naruto is now healed. Obito's now on their side. Killer B's doing okay. Uh, he's getting healed by other people. I don't think it's shown to us. Uh, and we'll take a break. Because then, real shit starts hitting the fan. Uh-oh. Okay. So we are all up to date on everyone's health and well-being. Wellness checks have been done. Everyone is back. We're good. Yep. Here we go. Beautiful. So while this is going on, Mighty Guy, Guy Sensei, Bushy Brow Bonanza, Bowl Cut Owner, Green Wearing Man. Daddy Eyebrows. Taijutsu Lover, uh, not really good at anything else. <laughs> literally he, the best mm, uh he's okay he's i don't have best. strong feelings about guy sensei but I this do. is a good redeeming like not even that he needed redemption but like a standout moment for him he's cute so he starts fighting madara he's like it's my turn bitches now at this point madara absorbed the ten tails and is the ten tails jinjuriki on top of just being Madara Uchiha, who already was killing all these bitches, now he's amplified with the Jinjuriki powers. So, they start fighting, and Guy ends up... They have this technique, Guy and Rockley, called the Gates. And when you open the gates, it's basically calling upon like this inner power within you. So like there's the gate of love, the gate of life and all of this. And as you open each one, it gives you like more of a power boost, but has more like consequences. Like you'll become incapacitated or you could hurt yourself, all of that. Mm -hmm. Well, Guy's doing this battle and everyone's like, Guy, we know what you're thinking about doing. I don't think you should do it. And he's like, I'm gonna fucking do it. And Rock Lee starts crying and he's like, don't worry, buddy. This is for the good. So Guy opens all of the gates. And when he does this, it basically means he's gonna fucking die at the end, no matter what happens. Because opening all the gates basically is gonna result in his body just being so destroyed that he's gonna die mm -hmm. so with this he starts smacking some madara ass like this is guy like we've never seen him he's been mm -hmm. great but this is like oh no like you are like kakashi levels of strong right now mm-hmm and so he's doing all his techniques, things we've never seen before. He's glowing and powerful, and he does great damage against Madara. But like we said, the gates do damage to Guy as well. Mm -hmm. And 
with his big final attack, we're like, oh my God, that was so good. And Guy is basically laying there. He looks like that piece of food that's at the bottom of your oven every time you used it and it's just become black and shriveled. That's what Guy's body looks like. Burnt bacon. (laughs) And Madara, he's injured. Like he, he got a beating, but he alive. And he's like, I'm not fucking done. You tried. And we're like, fuck. And of course, Rock Lee is like crying and we're like, oh my fucking God, he dead too. Shit. Now, Naruto and Sasuke, while they were on basically the edge of death, if not just fully fucking dead, mm-hmm. they speak with the Sage of Six Paths who comes to them in their like afterlifey vision dream thingy in their minds. And he talks with both of them because now (laughs) this is going to be a lot. So I'm going to try to condense it as much as possible. He is the son of Kaguya. Kaguya was the person who basically was the owner of all chakra. She is like the god of ninja, basically, because she ate a fruit from the great Sinju tree, which granted her everyone's chakra. Then she had kids. Chakra eventually started getting dispersed, and now everyone has it, and it's found in nature, basically, because she started becoming a bad guy, and she wanted to keep all the chakra. So... Him, along with his brother, seal her away. And then the Sage of Six Paths, he ends up having kids. And their names are Indra and Astra. Asura. And as years go on, there is always people who are basically the reincarnation of them. And they are basically supposed to be the sun and the moon. One was a little more bad. One was a little more good. And they are the ones who can seal away Kaguya. So the Sage of Six Paths tells Naruto and Sasuke that they are the current reincarnations of Indra and Astra. The previous ones were Hashirama and Madara. Now, to unlock basically the power of the Sage of Six Paths, you need to have both sides of the chakra, so Indra and Astra. That is why Madara had Hashirama's cells on him because Hashirama had half and he had half, so he had all of it. And then you also needed the Ten Tails. So what did Madara do? He did just that to make himself basically like the Sage of Six Paths of Strong. And... The Ten Tails was originally created by the Sage of Six Paths and then later separated. So he considers all the Biju to be like his children and it's really cute. Mm-hmm. So he lends Naruto and Sasuke the power to beat the Ten Tails, tells them about it, gives them the sun and the moon sign, which when conjoined will seal things away. Naruto is now back on the battlefield and he goes and is able to save Guy because he now has six paths powers on top of having the strongest Biju on top of being an Uchiha. He now has Sage of Six Path powers. So this man is big boy strong. Mm -hmm. And then Sasuke is an Uchiha 
has now unlocked the Renegon. Hello? Hello. So, Naruto, now with his new power, goes into the battlefield and is able to save Guy, basically. He uses his powers to stop him from dying. He's still injured and he's still just laying there, but he's alive. And Sasuke, now with his Renegon, and Naruto with all of his powers, they're like, we're here to fight Madara. And so they start fighting. And it's so great because this is finally a battle where Madara is standing no chance. Like, Madara is getting clapped and Mm -hmm. destroyed. He's trying, but he getting destroyed. And I want to note it. This was a man who fought all five of the Kage. The strongest of all the villages, Kage. And he fought them and was able to do it easily. At one point, Madara made clones of himself and then all of those clones had Susanos. At one point, this man was basically six of himself with six full-form Susanos. Jesus. Yeah, do you remember that? I do, yeah. It was was intense. So, they're fighting, and Madara is getting desperate. And he's like, you know what? I know what I'm going to do. He rips Kakashi's Sharingan out of his face. And goes into the Kamui dimension. And then steals the other Renegon from Obito. And so he now has both of his Renegons. And he's like, fuck this stupid Sharingan, I don't need it. And then he now, with the moon in place, he is the Sage of Six Paths powers. He has the Ten Tails. And he activates the infinite Tsukuyomi. Ooh. Yeah. We were thought he was done, but he was able to just get it in there. And so when he does this, a giant, what looks like Sharingan eye goes over the moon and everyone gets trapped in it. Everyone except for Sasuke, Sakura, Naruto, and Kakashi. Because Sasuke protects them. The only other people who don't fall into the infinite Tsukuyomi were the reanimated Hokage because Mm -hmm. they were reanimated. And uh, what ends up happening when this is done is then the God native of the world tree is summoned and it wraps everybody in these bandages and hangs them from the tree like a weird mummy. And they're just sitting there trapped their, their chakra being absorbed. Uh-oh. Yeah, it's... <laughs> at this point, we're like, shit. Because we were still like, well, there's still a whole army. Like, all of this, we're good. He now, it is just them versus him. But there's one person we're kind of forgetting about. And that is Zetsu. So... Mm-hmm. Obito comes back from the Kamui dimension under the control of Black Zetsu. Black Zetsu overtakes him again. And when he does this, he thrusts his arm through the back of Madara Uchiha. And then Black Zetsu takes control of Madara. And we're like, um, 
So is Zetsu the bad guy? Like now that Madara is real strong, he's like, I'm just going to control Madara and then kill everyone. Like, what the fuck is going on? Do you remember what you were thinking at this point? Because I remember being like, Zetsu's the bad guy, the biggest twist of all. I kind of was like, I had that, but it was also like, he just went through this whole thing where he had to change his mind and change his character. And we have yet to see someone like pull a fast one on Naruto once they're able to become a good person. So I was kind of like, what you doing? Oh, you thought it was like Obito. You were like, Obito's the real bad guy. Right. Because I was going to be like, hmm something ain't mathin is not mathin right now so I'm see just, i thought I was it was that curious too. yeah i i thought it would be obito so black zetsu takes control of madara when he takes control of madara he then is able to because madara let's keep in mind he has the ten tails the tree and the infinite sukuyomi were summoned he has mm-hmm. both sides of Indra and Asura's chakra and them. All of this, what we don't know, is the recipe to the T to resurrect Kaguya Okutsuki, the goddess of chakra, the original owner of chakra. This is where we find out Black Zetsu is actually a part of Kaguya. So Kaguya oh. made Black Zetsu from her will and is like her servant. And he has been spending this whole time leading up to this plan. He was helping Madara because he's like, I'm going to make Madara into this beautifully cooked cake that I can then take that cake with all the perfect ingredients and make my god woman again. And the white Zetsus were created from the previous Sinju tree that she created. So she created an army of white Zetsu and then had black Zetsu and herself. Nice. And this woman looks terrifying. She has this giant kimono on. Her skin is like pasty pale. She has the longest white hair. And on her forehead, she has what is called the Rene Sharingan which is like a red renegon Sharingan combo. It's like the strongest of the ocular jutsus. So now, bitch, Madara wasn't even the final boss. Kaguya is now the final boss. Oh, shoot. So Kaguya starts fighting with them, and she does this by transporting them to different dimensions. This woman is so strong that she just makes dimensions and teleports them there and her whole thing is that she just wants all the chakra back she just wants all the chakra back she wants to kill everyone she's just mad everyone is just fucking mad i don't know why they're so angry (laughs) so she is doing her dimensional shifts and she is fighting with naruto and sasuke but she's having a hard time with both of them. She's like, you know, you got Sage of Six Paths powers, and that's like kind of close to where I am. And like, you guys are doing a good job. So she separates them. She teleports them to different dimensions and is just fighting Naruto. She's like, I have a better chance just fighting one of you. But Sasuke and Obito were able to, with Kamui, find the dimension they went to 
and show back up. So Ooh. now everyone's back fighting Kaguya. Kakashi, Obito, Sasuke, Naruto, Sakura, everyone. She is frustrated by this. She's like, ugh, they're figuring shit out. So she teleports them to a new dimension. Because again, she can just fucking do that. And this dimension has extremely intense gravity on it. So they teleport there and everyone instantly just get pulled to the earth because the gravity is so intense, they like can't even move. Mm. And we're like, fuck, this is the end. Like, this is how Naruto ends. I wouldn't be surprised if a bad guy won in the end, you know? <laughs> Honestly, from the way things were going, they really love just pulling fast ones on us and being like, we're going to up every single bad guy that you see. So like if it would have ended and Naruto and Sasuke died and it would have been like the villain got it in, I would not be surprised. I would have been definitely sad, but I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. So everyone's incapacitated. And Kaguya fires all killing Ashbone, which is basically she holds out her hand and shoots these pieces of what look like bone at them. And it's just going to hit them and fucking kill them. Mm-hmm. And she's shooting at Naruto and Sasuke because she knows that they are the reincarnations of Indra and Astra. And they're the only ones that can stop her. So she's like, nope, you're dead. But right. somehow it's never explained how. Kakashi and Obito power through the gravity and use themselves as body shields. And they're like, we, if we die, we got to protect these two. They're going to do it. And so you see the little bones come and hit them. And you're like, they're dead. But Obito used his Kamui to Kamui the bone to not hit Kakashi. But he takes a direct hit. Obito, dead. Ah, damn. So, at this point, Obito's dead. And listen, (laughs) what happens next? I'm like, okay, I guess. Obito's quote-unquote spirit, basically his, like, will, enters Kakashi. And now, this man has two Mangeko Sharingans and is able to use a Susano. Mm Mm-hmm. And at this point, Naruto had revived Kakashi's last Sharingan. So he got two of them and a Mangeko and is using his Susano. And we're like, when did this happen? Where did this come from? Um, okay. <laughs> so they all begin to fight Kaguya. She's like trying to escape and fight him. And Black Zetsu's like in the sleeve of her robe, just like talking and being weird. She doesn't talk a whole lot. Like, he does most of the talking. And, like, is like, mother, teleport them. And she's like, yes. And then does. It's weird. They have a weird dynamic. It's Um, weird. So Kaguya tries to escape. But who fucking saves the day? Oh, shoot. Other than Miss Pink Hair, Miss Diamond Forehead Sakura. This bitch jumps from above Kaguya and just punches her on the top of her dome. And Kaguya's like, uh! And she, like, gets temporarily stunned by this punch, right? hmm It was just enough time for Naruto and Sasuke on both sides of her to place their hands with the seal on it and touch her. And this 
is called Chewbacco Tensei, Chewbacco Tensei. And what this does is it seals her into another dimension. She is fully sealed and gone. They have beaten Kaguya. Goddamn. When the battle is won, the Sage of Six Paths and the Hokage work together to summon them back to their original dimension. Because they're like, how the fuck are we going to escape? So they teleport them back. When this happens, Madara is now free. He is no longer, you know, Kaguya, basically. So Madara dies from this and the extraction of the Ten Tails. All the tailed beasts are back again, and Hagoromo, the Sage of Six Paths, passes all of the Hokage spirits back to the Pure Land, which is like their form of heaven. So they're no longer in that in-between period where they can like come back. He's like, no, you guys deserve it. You can go to heaven. So before this, the cutest fucking thing happens. (laughs) Minato is getting passed on. He's going to be gone forever. He's like talking with Naruto. He's like, I'm so proud of you. Your mother would be so proud of you. And he goes, oh, and Naruto, happy birthday. Mm. This whole thing Mm. happened on Naruto's birthday. Literally like looking up so that I do not cry. But that was the best thing ever. Like all of this fighting. All of this going on. Naruto literally died. And then he gets happy birthday. It was his birthday. That's like happy birthday, son. I'm so sorry. And then he disappears. He freaking disappears. <laughs> this freaking show, man. This freaking show. See, like, just when we were like talking shit, like the whole like Obito's spirit and him changing his heart and all of that, we were like, um, what's going on here? Then it brings it back. That's why we love it. Like, yes, Naruto is not perfect. It has its flaws. It has its gaps. It's what happens. But at the end of the day, this show knows how to grab you by your heart. But just wait. Like, chokehold you. And it's not even done yet. We're not even done yet. We got a little bit left. It's like four final bullet points, guys. So... The battle is won, everyone's sent back, all of that. And before going, Sasuke and Naruto, they need to break the infinite Tsukuyomi with their sun and moon seal. They gotta Mm -hmm. use the Chibaku Tensei to break it. But Sasuke, he's been thinking too Mm. much. He's always thinking. And he's like, I have a plan of my own. Always. And instead of working with Naruto to end the infinite Tsukuyomi, he uses his Renegon to trap all of the tailed beasts in a planetary orb. So he just raises them all up into these orbs with his Renegon. And he claims he wants to kill all the Kage, become the sole leader of like all of the ninja, and he wants to do all of this to make sure no more war happens, what happens to Itachi doesn't happen again. He does it from a good place. I'm gonna say it, okay? Like, he just wants peace, and he doesn't trust anyone. But then, all of a sudden, he's just like, all tail beast trapped, and I'm gonna kill all of you. And we're like, okay, I think you lost it a little. It's like, have we not learned 
anything. And we were just watching a war. We just had four different villains with the same thing saying, I just don't want you guys to fight. So instead, I literally just smacked my microphone out of anger. Literally, instead of like finding another way, maybe helping the good guys talking, fighting, they all decide to take it upon themselves and force people to be good. Because no one listens to Naruto. No one does. And listen, I love my little baby, my boy Sasuke. But he has done at least three things in this show that has made me want to sucker punch him. Like literally only three? Only three. And I'm being nice. I I'm am. at like 16. And like only like three things that I was just like, listen, babe, I'm <laughs> literally about to yeet you into this stratosphere. Like I'm just like, I can't do this. And this, this is number three. This is when I was like, I'm about to end this show. Because I need to find a way to climb into it and smack this boy. But luckily, we're almost done. So Naruto obviously disagrees with this convoluted, stupid-ass plan. (laughs) He's like, wow, I really value your opinion. But but I'm like... (laughs) Naruto's the the therapy friend, right? So they're not going to be like, you stupid-ass. No, we're not going to do that. They're going to be like, I value your opinion. I understand what's going on, how you're feeling. Maybe let's take another path. And Sasuke's like, you better be ready to catch these hands. Yeah. And so the fated final Naruto and Sasuke battle is here. They have differing opinions on what should happen now that the world is basically forever changed. Sasuke wants to start his plan. Naruto, he just wants things to go back to normal. He wants to become the Hokage. Like his whole thing he's wanted from the fucking start. Naruto has never wavered at all and see great hero but the greatest villains are their counter which have their same I'm getting all into it I'm sorry go ahead continue so Naruto disagrees and the two head to what is called the valley of the end to fight and the valley of the end is where we originally see them fight it's where the Hashirama and Madara statue is. There's a beautiful waterfall. It is the perfect place for the final battle. So the fight goes on for a long time, basically the whole rest of the night. And they're just going at each other. And then eventually they both become fully exhausted, punch each other and pass out. Yep. And as well, they like collided. So his Rasengan hit Sasuke's like Chidori, I believe, and they are just passed out. And what we see is they come to, they're laying next to each other, and they're talking. Naruto is just like, oh, I miss you, you're my friend, da 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 da. And as it zooms out, we realize they have both lost an arm. They lost an arm, you guys. Their arm is gone. You know why? Because these dumb little boys took their most powerful, <laughs> their most powerful attacks at each other, both collided those two powerful acts and lost their goddamn arms. And now they're sitting there bleeding to death, being like, bro, you know, I love you. Like, why do we always get a fight? Like, this is what? why men shouldn't make decisions. What? <laughs> 
shut up both of you you guys you have no arm <laughs> like what the so when they awake and naruto and him are talking and then sasuke turns his head and looks at him and he says you know what you've bested me making this that. <laughs> naruto's final victory in changing sasuke's heart and He's so like, the two of them yeah. stand up and with luckily their good arms they put them together and they end the infinite sukuyomi and free everybody it took sasuke losing his arm and getting the beat down of the century by his best friend in order to be like hmm, mm-hmm. maybe world domination isn't the way to go about no more war hmm. and so the ta- the tailed beast are free from their weird planetary rock prisons the infinite sukuyomi is broken everyone's back alive awakened and sakura and kakashi show up to the battlefield and sakura's like i knew they'd fucking be here and she jumps down she starts healing them and just starts yelling at them she's like you guys are fucking stupid literally like this was like my favorite moment of the three of them because they're all best friends right and sakura is she represents us, the viewers. Because <laughs> if I was there and I saw these two dummy boys Same laying thing. down with no arm, I would have gave them another beat down. I would have taken the other arm. Literally, I'm about to take your other arm and beat both of you with it. Because stupid, dumb, 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 dumb beasts. Dumb dummies. What the hell? But she just yelled at them while healing them. So she was the softer version of it. But they would have died by my hands. Thank you. <laughs> so this is the official, like the true end of it all in the war. So what I'm going to give you guys kind of the pre-war breakdown of what happens. So war is over. Everyone's freed. Going back to the villages, right? <sighs> so. Kakashi is named the sixth Hokage of the Hidden Leaf Village. Give him a round of applause. Good man. And with his and Naruto's pleas and their power, they end up being able to absolve Sasuke of all of his crimes against the leaf and the ninja world. Because obviously they... the his crimes caught up to him and he needed to be punished, but luckily they were able to save him from punishment. Mm-hmm. They also create the Shinobi Union, and this is basically a, it's like the um, the United Nations of the ninja world. So it's like all of the villages who want to join and be peaceful and not have war join the Shinobi Union. So Naruto, he gets a new arm that is made of Hashirama cells. Uh, Sasuke opts to just have one arm, I guess. Uh, He does not get a new one, which is weird. And we have a big funeral. Everyone cries for like Neji and everyone who died during the war. And Naruto and Hinata start a relationship and they end up getting married and they have two kids together after kakashi naruto becomes the seventh hokage of the hidden leaf village 
Sasuke and Sakura end up what, getting what? married and they have a kid together and are also cute ish. It's cute. Naruto so, and Hinata bays for life. Literally, like you can tell 100% Naruto worships the ground that Hinata walks on, and Hinata takes her motherly role with flying colors with grace like she was like I knew that I if I was gonna be a housewife to anyone it would be to this man and here she the is. Hokage the freaking Hokage a Hokage's wife perfect for her perfect like and even so I'm gonna finish this up and we're gonna talk more about them so Sasuke, he does not stay in the village. Uh, He feels as though he needs to atone for the sins of his past. So he stays outside of the village, mostly working on finding intel and defending the village. And he works really closely with Naruto in order to protect everyone and offers his aid to the village all the time. He's still like a part of the village. He just like kind of solitary confines himself most of the time to like be his punishment and he feels he feels bad about it and this was something that he decided for himself obviously when kankashi and naruto was like hey you're you're wiped clean of your crimes like they wanted him to come back and leave things as normal but again Sasuke feel he knows what he's done like and he feels he's wronged his village and his people he still wants to help but he's kind of like letting this be his punishment since you know he's not going to get one anything severe from anyone else so I I get it it was cute yeah so he works to just make sure that another war doesn't happen again and he does all of this with like naruto they have a very cute relationship of being friends now and pretty much this is where naruto ends and the rest is all in boruto uh the naruto sequel it's called boruto the next generation and it follows believe it or not, Naruto's son, whose name is Boruto. And they also have a daughter whose name is Himawe. And then Sasuke and Sakura have a daughter whose name is Sadara. And a ton of the different uh, ninja get together. Tamari and Shikamaru get together. So Fan, Wind Girl, and Shadow Man have a baby and get together. Uh, Sai and Eno get together. Lots of cute, fun relationships happen. And then they disrespect my husband Gara by giving him that freaking Mormon slip back. I'm gonna shoot you guys. Like, literally, I will become violent. How dare you? Anyway. And that's the end of Naruto. And I'm sure there's a couple people out here thinking, oh, so this is going to perfectly transition into Boruto. No! Listen, you guys. Naruto is done. Over. Nothing in the ninja world happens after Naruto. We do not perceive Boruto. It doesn't exist. We're sorry. This this isn't the hate video yet. Yet. But just know it's not talked about um and for good reason but 
that's for another time. Anyway, um, we did it. This was such a beautiful end. Honestly, like this is why this anime is so freaking good. And all of my hard work. And I was here too. Yes, it's Jada edited the episode. <laughs> I did. I I edited and I I came in when I needed to. I popped off when I needed to, and that's it. I'm just so happy that my baby Hinata gets the man that she deserves. I agree. While I was not old, like from the beginning, I wasn't a Hinata stan. I became one as she got older and progressed. And so them two together, I'm just like, yes, agree that you did something right. They're just adorable. Best couple ever. And then um, Sasuke and Sakura, even though they're not always together, you know, Sakura understands. This is something that's beautiful about their relationship. She's always been understanding and loving towards him. So obviously we can only assume that when he decides to leave the village and just be more traveling than anything, she's totally for it. She understands what he's going through. She is always welcoming and so loving when he does come back home, especially like um, to make sure that their daughter is comfortable and their daughter is more like their um, her father in a way where she's kind of like independent strong like her mom but kind of just like relies on herself and she has moments with her father that he kind of doesn't realize how much they're like but then he does and it's kind of like oh okay but I thought it was always really cute um, in like looking at the little like character notes that the director and like the writers have for them and in like the Japanese version Sakura always calls him darling and Sasuke always calls Sakura wife like I Mm -hmm. thought it's the cutest thing in the world like they don't see each other I think oh yeah for Naruto and Hinata's wedding um, Sasuke sent like a letter to them Um, and Sakura was able to get it to them but you know it's always he that's his wife and that's her darling and they have their own dynamic on how they do things and in their own way they're still a power couple you know we just don't get to see it as much it's more for like when danger happens that they're both together but they're power even though at one point Sasuke fully tried to kill Sakura 100 percent I think that was more than one point, but yeah, he uh he did try to unalive her a couple times. And you know what? She stood there strong, different from Hinata, who was just like in the background staring at the man that she loved. So be either one of two things, people. Either try to kill the person you love or be or a stalk simp. them. Either be way, you'll simp. get them. Right there. That's how you that's how you do it. So yeah, that's the end we're done naruto has been wrapped in a pretty bow we're very happy with how it turned out and we'll be back to our regularly scheduled programs of single kind of story episodes coming up we're gonna take a little bit of like a break from anime and talk about some of the other stuff that we like to on nerd light nerd night (laughs) like video games and movies and all of that, but we'll still always circle back because of all the things, like, let's be honest, anime is the number one, you know? 
Anime is the biggest thing. And now that we're done with Naruto, we can now reference Naruto as much as we like. And you guys will actually know what we're talking about. Can't be mad. Can't we be did mad it. now. We, did we gave it. you the information. We told you. So, you know, if we reference something, you can't be like, oh, I haven't seen it. I don't know. No excuses. If we reference it, I want to be able to hear you guys be like, oh, yeah, I remember that. I'll know. I don't understand why you guys haven't watched eight hours of podcast content of us talking about Naruto. Like, come on. Come on. We did Just this. to understand one reference. One reference that we will do randomly and not consistently. But, you know, the Good point enough, is though. that you'll know. <laughs> so that is the end. We like to thank all you guys for coming, for watching this episode and hopefully all of the Naruto series. Give us a five-star rating on your podcast app. Leave any comments you have. Let us know what you think, any questions you have, your opinions on Naruto. Are Sakura and Sasuke the power couple? Are Hinata and Naruto? I'm team Hinata and Naruto, personally. Jada is, too. Uh, I'm not going to ask her. She is. You shouldn't ask me. You know. <sighs> you know. So in the link below, we will have all the sources for today's episode, the description, as well as our link tree to take you to all the links to our Discord server and our Instagram. We update our Instagram every single month with the podcast schedule so you guys can know what's coming up, know what episodes to catch for things that you particularly want to hear. And with that, have a good night. We'll see you guys.